0: Ladies, this is our time, and it's time to unburden ourselves of unrealistic expectations, including our own. The veneer we see in the media is often not just false, it's unhealthy, and frankly, some of it is just total bullshit. This is Chick Shit, a podcast that goes far beyond tropes, bringing you gritty realness about real-life experiences of today's woman. LJ and I break it down, right here, right now. Welcome to Chick Shit. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode
1: of your favorite weekly podcast, Chick Shit with LJ and Di, where every week we pick a topic that affects women, and let's face it, probably a lot of other people. And we pick a media source that deals with that topic, and we talk about what that media source got really, really right, and what that media source got not so really, really right. As always, I pick the drinks and Di picks the topics. Di, what are we talking about?
2: We're revisiting breakups. So we did breakups back. It's been a while. It's the greatest we're... movie ever. Oh, I know. some Someone great, somebody Is great. Someone
1: great or something great. Someone great with Gina Rodriguez. So like the best movie ever that we can't remember the title of. <laughs> but I could tell you the entire plot.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, you know, we we did it that way, and we've talked about hey, we're gonna bring topics back because there's just so many, there's so many different sides to cer- certain topics. Breakups is one of them. So previously, it was it was super one sided in the breakup episode. Someone got dumped, right with a T, and in this episode, we are gonna go over an amicable parting of ways, I think. And we are going to use a wonderful episode of Shit's Creek,
1: season six, episode eight, The Presidential Suite.
2: What are we drinking
1: for this topic? So full transparency, because we always said that we would be fully transparent. We were going to record this a few days ago, mm-hmm. but then we decided like we hadn't had any friend time So we prioritized our mental health and our friend time and just chitty chatted. And a few days ago, it was going to be a Merlot because makeups, makeups, breakups make you feel Merlot, but I don't have any Merlot with me because I'm at Blake's house right now. So instead we are going to have a passion-free white claw because it's what was here and breakups give you. The passion to break the law that doesn't exist when you have a white cloth. See how I forced that square peg round hole? Made it work. Thank so you. Forced. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the first one was good. The mer- low. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. How uh, how's your week been going? There's ASMR for all of our ASMR people. Um, it has been long. We're at the end of the quarter. And since we are in like the area that gets all of the premium in and applied in our corporation, um, it is go, 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 go. go. But you know what? I know I've talked about my favorite manager ever in the entire world on previous episodes. And then she was taken away from us and I thought I was going to die. But when I got promoted, I got put back under her. So it's fine. Everything's fine. It's all going to be fine. We're fine.
2: Clearly. I mean, if you're, if you're fine, it's fine. fine I mean, she, always she means ordered fine.
1: us stickers to put on our laptops that say it's fine. Everything's fine. I'm fine.
2: Why is it going to be a sticker? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to make you touch it. Yeah, I respect. Thank you. She also
1: ordered herself a super cute sweatshirt. And I was like, cool. I guess I will just be cold. That's fine. Everything's <laughs> fine. I'm fine. Mm. How has your week been? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I just almost spit White Claw all over this microphone. And I knew you were going to do it. And it still caught me off the <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's really good i got my tuba
1: mouthpiece in <laughs> i'm so excited you got your tuba mouthpiece in one of the c-level executives of my company watched me peel lace thongs off my turby towel <laughs> wait what it's been a great week did i not <laughs> tell you this um i <laughs> i wash my <laughs> like my i go to the office a few days a week when i go to the office i go to the, the gym that's in the office uh-huh and I found out that the woman who's in the gym at the same time as me all the time that we talk about like all kinds of stuff is a C-level executive. Um, I want to say she is the chief investment, chief investment officer. Mm. So she's kind of a big deal. She's super sweet, super nice. When my nails were too long, I couldn't button my shit. She buttoned it for me. So like we're close. But. I washed my little turby towel that you wrap your hair Mm -hmm. up in. I'm Mm -hmm. doing a lot of hand gestures. I know no one else can see it. Um, And apparently my go-to underwear is a a thong that's cotton on like the part that goes in your butt and lace on the part (laughs) that goes around. Uh Uh-huh. Don't ask me why it works for me. Oh, I know know. that one's really
2: comfy. That's real comfy. I know what you're talking about. I'm a fan.
1: I'm a fan. I used yeah. to buy them at Victoria's Secret, like five
2: $25. But then
1: I found a comparable, if not better, brand on Amazon, 30 for $10. Wait. Send I'll send you the link. link. I'll link you. <laughs> <laughs> can have matching panties.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you know. No, they hmm. lay flat on your skin. Those are yep. so good. Yep.
1: But, you know, like sometimes when you pull stuff out of the dryer, like things have static cling to other things. Yeah. I didn't check. And so I was just peeling thong after thong after thong (laughs) after thong (laughs) off of my little hair drying towel as the chief investment officer of my corporation watched me (laughs) like you whore. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, what happened? Hey, 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 hey. Are you ready for Halloween? I'm so ready for Halloween.
2: (laughs) Guess what we're guess what we're doing next Friday? Drugs. Mm, Guess again, no. Do (laughs) I need to be
1: more specific? No. No,
2: (laughs) No. What type of drugs? So Hocus Pocus 2 comes out (laughs) next Friday. So it's on our calendar. Coincidentally, Dave's Hot hot Chicken is opening a location in our neighborhood next Friday. So we're going to get some chicken and come home and watch Hocus
1: Pocus. So my Halloween season is in full effect. I love this for you. You still have. Anyways, I don't want to, I don't want to break up our chitter chatter, but what about that media summary? Do you see what I did there? I said, I don't want to break up. Our chitter chatter.
2: Oh, okay okay okay, 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 okay,
1: okay, 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 okay. Great. Was that too on the nose?
2: Well, the media summary is what I pulled from Netflix, and it's all about the Presidential Suite. So Alexis gets a pleasant surprise, David gets an unpleasant surprise, and Johnny and Moira cut the ribbon. Well, basically, on the new hotel.
1: Before we get into the parts about 10, Alexis, which are very important. I think we need to acknowledge that this is some of Moira's best work. It's so good. Oh, oh, Johnny. What's Uh, wrong? The water. It's so cold. Turn it on hot.
2: I don't know. I'm not
1: a scientist.
2: You must be dizzying from your high moral ground. (laughs) I know. I like we're not focusing at all on them.
1: Or David in this episode, but I mean, but okay, (sighs) maybe this is breakup slash Schutz Creek appreciation episode. (laughs) (laughs) That is not how we do it. (laughs) I like to live dangerously. Okay. I like to live
2: dangerously. (laughs) Yeah. Moira is a gem. Love it. Love her. Love Johnny. Love Roland. Everybody. so good so good alexis is alone at the motel and she hears a knock at the door and it's ted he has come to surprise her with a long weekend visit sure it's already sunday and he's late because his first flight was delayed and then on a second flight he got food poisoning because the guy the milk thing i already forgot about had that. to order airline milk when they were handing out cookies but he finally made it to Shits creek they have the motel to themselves in a in very little time i guess having sex is more important than getting the gory details of rancid milk experience for now Alexis and Ted had been long distancing. Uh, th- so they've, they've been on again, off again. And on again, they, they're they actually having, have been having a really, really healthy relationship. And Ted went to the Galapagos, not shown in this episode, for a, uh, a work experience of, of a lifetime. And Alexis was supposed to have gone with him, but in the end, they decided it was best that she, she didn't, it was best that she stay in Schitt's Creek versus going with him. And what's also not pictured in this episode is they, they were kind of having some like long distance connection issues, you know, in the Galapagos, the internet's not as stable texts are delayed. It's, it's hard. Long distance. I want to count hard. of how
1: many times Di says Galapagos in this episode.
2: Gal- Galapagos. Am I saying Gal- it wrong?
1: Galapagos. Am no, I it's right. You've just oh. said it like 20 times in time. Oh. oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a drinking game. Drink every time Di says Galapagos. <laughs> Drink
2: your Merlot or not.
1: Merlot. How would you handle that? if Matt was like, I have been hired for X amount of time to go to the Galapagos Islands and photograph these turtles.
2: If we had a, uh, end date, we would do it. No, no, no questions asked. Um, that's something we, we've actually talked about this before. At one point he was, Um, there was like this internship opportunity. I think it was an internship opportunity, uh, uh, for a, I think it was an NFL team or a college football team Mm -hmm. where he would go for like a few months and, and go do that. And if he gets an internship
1: with the green Bay Packers, he's going, I'm going to make that decision on (laughs)
2: behalf. Well, and, and, but we're, but we are 14 years into our relationship. We yeah. have those conversations and we have that stability to, you know, commit to what's right for us and our family. So if we had that conversation now, we'd be fine to figure out what we need to do to make it work. And I wouldn't be nervous or apprehensive about, you know, six I've months volunteer to work
1: remotely and just come live with your me. Snuggle. Yeah, exactly. Be my snuggle buggy. Um, We'll just watch all the Disney Channel.
2: Yeah. What about you, though? Like, what if what if Blake said that?
1: Uh, Well, you know we're going to find out. He's going to New Orleans for a boys' weekend, and I'm going to have both of his dogs and both of my dogs for four days alone. That's a uh, that's a lot of doggies. And one of my dogs hates one of his dogs, so so it's going to be an adventure. It's going to be interesting. Um, I don't know, we haven't we have not been together for 14 years right so I think it would be like a tougher conversation and a little bit harder but also I think at the age I'm at it's not as much of a like oh he's gonna find someone better than me
2: Mm, That would be your, your contemplation. Cause obviously that's not well, a lot, no, but that's, that's what I'm minutes. saying is like
1: younger me, that would have been the big concern. Like someone's uh-huh. going to be prettier and skinnier uh-huh. and blah, 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 blah. Right. And older me is just like, if you don't want somebody that takes three antidepressants every day, <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs> So I may have that change of attitude may be because of the three antidepressants <laughs> I take every day. <laughs>
2: so you never know. But you make a good point. I think maturity has a lot to do with it. Alexis oh, yeah. said Alexis
1: at the beginning of the series right. would not have been okay.
2: Right. Right. She like her growth as a character and the development that she's had, and also the healthy get back together relationship with ted has really helped her just grow so when they see each other they have limited time as i mentioned so alexis Mm -hmm. is like let's have sex let's go let's go let's go and in the back of ted's mind he's like oh but wait we're gonna have to talk about this Like, also
1: he's like okay yeah we can do that first but but yeah yeah we
2: can do that I think that in a relationship like this where no one's in the wrong, like nothing's wrong here. Neither one of them are, you know, haven't committed, like done something, no foul play, is what I'm trying to say.
1: Unless, wait, listen. We don't know how Ted feels about turtles. He's really into them. I'm just just saying. saying. You just never know. In the Galapagos.
2: In the Galapagos. But knowing things aren't working out, but that you love, or that they probably won't work out, but that you love this other person so much, you probably avoid talking about the inevitable and just instead soaking up every
1: single last drop that you can get out of that experience. I mean, I can tell you younger Liz, when I was in a long distance relationship with, the uh, guy in Philadelphia, anytime that either he would be visiting down here, I would be visiting up there when it was time to like part mm-hmm. ways. I would literally, I was the person at the airport just fucking weeping was not on antidepressants at that point. Is that related? Possibly. Can't confirm or deny probably. Um, and like, I just couldn't, Then when we're apart, I'm just like, what is he doing right now? He's probably having fun about me. He's probably glad I'm not there. Blah blah blah. blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So I think maturity has a huge amount to do with it. And turtles at the Galapagos.
2: What do you think ending a relationship on good terms actually means?
1: There's no explosion. There's no, it's not dramatized, if you will it's two adults recognizing that they played a role in each other's lives and not everything lasts forever. And that's okay. And continuing their stories to the next chapter without each other. Was that too many metaphors in one? I feel like that was a lot of metaphors.
2: (laughs) I I would counter that. I don't know that it has to necessarily be like two mature adults necessarily. I think things just don't work some out sometimes. Like there was this guy in high school, so I'm not a mature
1: adult in high school that well, I- you may have been, <laughs> let's just be for real. I mean, other than the quick, what color are my eyes? You may yeah, not this, not the same guy, but, uh,
2: <laughs> but, there was a different guy that I dated and we didn't have cars. Like it wasn't easy to drive, to go see each other. He's in a different town, blah, blah, blah. And like ended on good terms, uh, cause we respected each other. And now, you know, like um not now it's been a it's been a few years but at a certain point like we were facebook friends and his you know his, him and his new wife had like a corgi so he like bonded over that oh. and, you know like you i think <gasps> did it, you see the queen's
1: corgis i'm sorry derailed dollars the queen elizabeth's corgis went to her funeral I did. I did.
2: i'm
1: sorry continue
2: i <laughs> what how long do you think you can be in contact with someone you've split on good terms
1: with i don't want to shock anyone block block delete Uh, delete yeah i've never (laughs) yep (laughs) (laughs) there has been people that like i dated casually um that like, it wasn't a serious relationship. It was like somebody that like, you're like, you're fun to go to the bar and have some drinks with and like, whatever. Um, but anyone that I've actually like had real true feelings for block, block, delete, delete. I'm not going to be in contact with you. You're dead to me.
2: Mm. So, so
1: as far as mature adults go, I don't (laughs) think I am one yet.
2: I, I think that people can be friends after, but I think that like, you should only attempt to be friends with an ex once you're over the idea of dating them again. Yeah. If like, you don't, you know what I mean? Like you gotta get those feelings. You gotta, you gotta (laughs) let those feelings
1: heal. They gotta be done. I will say. I don't think this COVID cough is ever going to leave me. I think it's here forever, but that's not what I was going to say. I do have a friend who will call him shmommy. <laughs> that sounds like mommy. Sorry. We'll call him shmommy. He was married, had two children with a woman. And then he was like, mm, by the way, I'm gay. And they split. And now mm-hmm. they're like BFFs. Yeah. Which is like best case scenario. And probably is not going to happen often, but it's possible.
2: So there's that I've I've heard of, which this one's weird to me, I think. But I've heard of someone not working out with someone and they can be friends after, but then they set their ex up with a friend of theirs. And like, that's weird to me.
1: Okay. So I think it's a nuance. If like you've been on a few dates with someone and you're like, you're hysterical, not my type, but you've got to meet this person okay that's
2: okay I that's see one that, thing see but like that, if you've that. been
1: in an act if your pee has been in my VG, i will not be setting you up with anyone
2: yeah i think that's the boundary for me too yeah if your pee's been in my veggie, i'm out i think that's the boundary mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think that's actually any the, sort of like sex like i feel like that's that is a boundary because then like you know like it's weird. I've shown on TV shows, like I think of Park, Parks and Rec where um, Leslie had dated Brad, uh am my Brandanowitz. Danowitz. And she, like she had, or she didn't date him, but she hooked up with him. And then she had like Ann and him dated. And that, like, I don't know. I mean, maybe if you're, I think that's a little too far for me,
1: I think. Yeah. And to clarify, if your pee has been to any hole in my body, not just the G. (laughs) Any hole. Not set yet. (laughs) It's not a thing that's going to happen.
2: I think that giving someone space is probably the hardest thing after you do end a relationship on good terms. Because- if you've been in a lot, like in a relationship where you're texting someone every day, you're calling them every day and like, you're just used to that, their presence in your life or you're seeing mm-hmm. them every day and you decide to split and it's on good terms. So you're not like, fuck that person. I'm not going to text them. I'm not going to call them. But you're like, oh, no, we're, we're just not going to be together. Cause it's just like, it's not, it's not right. It's going to be harder, I think, to resist giving like to, it's going to be harder <clears throat> to give the other. Let me. Space.
1: So the best thing that I ever, 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 ever did was any time that I've had like a breakup from a major relationship. I delete all social media from my phone for a couple months and that's just good.
2: that's good.
1: Because you've got to give yourself enough time and space yeah. to not be seeing that person not have the, oh my God, what's the word that I can't think of? The temptation to, let me just go look at the Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I um, think, And that's yeah. part of like where the block block delete is helpful because nothing's going to be scrolling across your newsfeed. Nothing's going to be scrolling across your Instagram, your TikTok, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So you really have that time to the first couple of days are hard because we all have that habit of like, let me check Insta, Let me check this. Let me scroll through TikTok for seven hours with no purpose because I have no self-control. So the first couple of days, it's hard because you're so used to just picking that phone up and scrolling, scrolling, scroll and But then all of a sudden you're used to not picking it up because there's nothing there for you to scroll and you have a minute to just be in life without mm. worrying about that but do you
2: think that causes more space for your mind to wander to that person versus there being distraction by social media I think
1: it's all what I did is I would ensure a, I would always if the next day was a work day I would take a PTO day and just go do something that made me happy whether that's like going for a run and going to my favorite coffee shop.
2: I think we talked about that on part one. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So,
1: and then I would make space for the people, the the other relationships in my life that were very important and really prioritize those. So making Mm -hmm. sure like all this time that I'm not on Instagram or TikTok or whatever it may be. Yeah. 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 Let me, let's open a bottle of wine, Kylie and catch up. Let's open a bottle of wine, Elise and catch up yeah like do you see a theme here though it all (laughs) involves let's open a bottle of red and chat yeah clearly i mean it's the only option
2: how happy how blissful these two love birds love turtles have finally reconnected galapagos turtles galapagos turtles and then ted drops the bomb on about why he really showed up this weekend. He's been offered a permanent position on the Galapagos <laughs> research team.
1: <laughs> and by permanent it's a 3-year contract, but in but, terms of relationships that's forever. Right.
2: That's Alexis too long. is <laughs> Alexis is both sweating and has a chill simultaneously. It's an instant mood killer and Alexis needs some time to think it through. I could feel her stomach drop whenever he told her this. And immediately that gut reaction is probably pretty, you know, like, what am I trying to say? It's like a good indicator of where you feel most comfortable and where you don't. Yeah. because if she, if he would have you know if he would have said hey glop three years and she would be like okay what do we need to do like immediately like um you know um okay three years okay um what you know asking questions about like the situation and you know what type of environment is it are there jobs that i could get like if she would have started asking those sorts of questions she would have like her, you could tell it would have felt where,
1: different. Yeah. It would
2: have felt different. It would have felt different. Yeah. You know
1: what? I'm proud of her because she prioritized what was best for her. But also in that moment, I would have opened the bedside table and pulled out my emergency bottle of red and my emergency corkscrew and been like, Just a minute. and then my emergency giant straw. Cause you all know I have a straw that will fit all the way down a bottle of wine. You saw it on an earlier episode. And then once I had my straw and my wine, I'd be like, okay, continue.
2: Because she's, she's had a, she's had a tendency and, or a habit of running off with people and not thinking about herself. She's yep. mentioned it a few times. And I think in this episode,
1: that she time came, I was in the shakes trunk and I had to like call David and it took him a week to come get me
2: that. Uh, and I think she mentioned B-Rock and Harry Styles <laughs> <laughs> all in one episode. Um, but I think there's, it's a, there's a point to be made that she's pausing here. She's not an, uh, immediately jumping to go to the Galapagos, number 27.
1: You guys she should was, be good and drunk by now.
2: <laughs> she's learned how to finally be in a healthy relationship with a normal guy who loves her unconditionally. And Ted's getting something out of this too. He's learning how to be spontaneous and carefree. He was very rigid previously. And so they've had a chance to grow together in this relationship So that's, I think, what's also giving her pause. She's reaching that sense of self and sense of happiness and has had a relationship that's not one-sided with follow me around like a puppy dog that she is like, wait, wait a second. That's not my only option. To be clear though,
1: I would follow Harry Styles around like a puppy dog.
2: Dude, oh, side note, side note, derail dollar. We got to discuss all the movie drama. That's going I mean, on
1: there. just go ahead and Sharpie on to a bottle of wine for the weekend that I'm there. Harry drama. Yeah. It's going to happen. But yeah, I would follow him around like a puppy dog. Yeah. I also, think- his new album's phenomenal. Okay, continue breakups.
2: <laughs> I think if you're wanting to end a relationship on good terms... We are over breaking up with someone not face to face. Like you need to break up with someone face to face. You say no.
1: I disagree. You have the Phoebe in your life craft a very lovely text message. Oh
2: my God. Maybe I... a
1: handwritten note.
2: Okay, great. I mean, if there, if there's here, let me let me asterisk my my If you feel like there's a threat or uh, you have, like, you feel a sense of danger or something like that, obviously that is not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about- Or
1: like, if you just feel like a little uncomfortable and you don't really, you're like, "Mm,
2: maybe not. No.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) I mean, if you get that feeling in your gut where you're like, "Mm, this is not what I wanted to do today. You just do it via text oh god. Just fuck them up
2: oh my god <laughs> oh boy
1: fyi i'm literally doing this for your reaction oh i know
2: okay <laughs> so she says
1: um <clears throat> the other thing
2: <laughs> is uh don't break up some- with someone in a public place y'all don't
1: do that oh my gosh
2: don't ever break up with someone in a public what place. warner did
1: to l in Correct. legally blonde one do not do that
2: right i know that was her immediate reaction let's just not let's just not do that there's no sense in it it's real awkward we have to go nobody wants to cry in public like
1: let's just not do that i mean honestly i'm like an old pro <clears throat> at crying in public
2: I uh I did go through a few articles of like how to break up with someone respectfully Ooh, and, how how well some of this I'm telling you never but, like you know face to face tell me more um but there was one line that made me lol 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 which is never make a seam and keep your bat shit to a minimum
1: no can't do that can't make that promise can't make that promise I have two speeds. I'm either going to handle it very like respectfully and maturely and be like, Hey, our book has closed. And now we go our separate ways or I'm going to get very drunk, probably on red wine, say some shit. I'm going to regret. Oh, That's it. It's one or the other. There is no in between. Unless we let the Phoebe in my life craft the most perfect text message and then we're good. Oh boy. But in all seriousness, and I am in all seriousness, you know yourself better than anyone. And if you know that certain situations are going to make you like, you just, you can't do it. You know, you won't do it, but you know, it needs to be done do it the way it works for you. That was a serious, not a joke.
2: No, I know. I'm just like, I agree to most of that. And I do cause you need to look out for you. But I think like, if you've been with someone for five years, there's just,
1: I, I don't know. I, all right. If you've been with someone for five years, they get a voicemail, not a text message. Okay. Perfect. Great. <laughs> All right. Good. Happy medium. Okay.
2: Fantastic. We're moving somewhere. Moving uh, on. Alexis ends up at cafe tropical, hoping for some wisdom from Twyla, but what advice can you hope to receive when there's only one really clear option? And she reminisces on the moment when she
1: first met Ted. I know. By the way, there was never any competition between Mutt and Ted.
2: Personality wise, no. Looks wise, uh, facial hair.
1: Here's the thing. Yes. Is Mutt, the actor who plays Mutt played like a super rapey producer in a Canadian teen drama that as a child, I was like, oh, it's love. But I rewatched it as an adult. I was like, He's 30 and she's 15. Okay, but like, that's not Mutt. I mean, but it is Mutt. It's just Mutt with a beard. Or, that was Mutt without a beard, and then they slapped a beard on him, and they were like, nobody's gonna remember Instant Star. (laughs) I did. I remember what he did to Jude Harrison.
2: uh, I think definitely Beard Mutt gave Ted a run for his money. For surezies. But uh, clean shaven mutt. No way. <laughs> Don't
1: watch Instant Star because it's a whole lot of clean shaven mutt mm. with spiky early 2000s. Boy oh, band
2: yeah. Hair. yeah. 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 How uh, do you have go to people that you can actually trust to get meaningful advice from? Alexis obviously has Twyla here. Why? Shits Creek that she can lean on.
1: I mean, yes. I have a I have a team of friends that all play a very specific role in my life. You are one of them. You're one of the people that I would have a very serious conversation with and I would you would be so serious, you would probably have a list of notes about what we needed to get through to really come to the best decision <laughs> and I would be derailing us and you'd be like I am fucking sick of this (laughs) i'm trying to help you make a life decision um no but i keep i keep my circle of those people very small so i can count those people on one hand
2: when she's talking to twyla she says do you ever wonder why things just can't be easier than they are And like, I get what she's saying. It's like, if it were a perfect world, blah, blah, blah. But I also think if relationships are always too easy and there's never conflict and there's never growth. I was about to say that's
1: conflict is how you grow.
2: Right. Then, then, then are they actually good? Like, are the relationships actually good if everything's like easy and there's nothing that like is it bad that I think that there should be some conflict? There should be some like you shouldn't agree on everything all the time?
1: No, I don't think that's bad at all because if you agree on everything all the time, where's the variety in life? Who's going to introduce you to new things? Who's going to introduce you to new places? You know?
2: Who's You're going missing to out? challenge
1: you? Yes. Except because I don't want to be challenged.
2: Because this this can lead to losing your identity, too, mm-hmm. I think. If you're always agreeing on the same thing, then like, are you always truly agreeing on the same thing or are you suppressing? Or are you
1: moving to Philadelphia because you think that's the only person that will ever marry you and just like, I'm going to be Jewish now, you know, yeah,
2: you know, for someone.
1: I mean, it's uh, that's just in general, not specific. Yeah, to anyone.
2: yeah. When, when do you think it's important to choose yourself over the relationship, and like sacrifice the relationship
1: for the sense of self? I think that's going to be different for everybody. I think that's going to be very different for everyone because. I don't think there's any, like, once you get pushed to this point or when this decision comes up or when this disagreement happens, it's over. Um, I think it's very, what are the things that are most important to you that you are dying on that Hill? That is, that is your identity. That is what is important in your life. Um, Versus what are the things that like are what you've been used to for your whole life, but like just because that's how you were raised or where you were raised or whatever, like that. Because the things that you're just used to, or that's just how you've done it, or blah, 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 absolutely cave, okay. learn something new, try. But the things that are core to who you are as a person, don't change those for anyone.
2: And I think. <clears throat> If you have something that you're working really hard at and you know it's like you're adamant about doing that thing and like having that sense of completion for yourself or proving something to yourself, um whether it's getting a degree, proving yourself in the business world, um any sort of thing like that, and <clears throat> excuse me, are you please. getting emotional? No, no, I little <laughs> um and you're not, <laughs> yum <laughs> yum yeah, we love that <laughs> I um love that journey for me and you're not willing to compromise on that yeah i i i feel for alexis here though because in that cafe she's like flashing back to all the good memories or at least one but you know that's like you're you're taken to assume that she's like, just re- like thinking about all the good times. And in this yeah. moment, I think it's really hard to think, think about the negative times that you've had in your relationship too, and the hard times. I think it's like, if you're bending because it's time to part ways versus someone's done something wrong, if someone's done something wrong, all you think about are the bad times.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's where, and I think we talked about in this and like the first round of breakups also being aware of when you turn to the your your group that you rely on, your group that you trust to help you make those decisions. If all you're telling them is good things and then you show mm-hmm. up and you're like, I think I'm gonna break up with them. Right. They're it's gonna, gonna, be gonna be like, huh? Up. Yeah. And if yeah. all you're telling them is bad things and you show up and you're like, I think this relationship is over, they're gonna be like, it's about damn time. Right. I'm sorry. It's about, it's about damn time. Yeah. (laughs) Are you feeling fussy in your Balenciases girl? It's about damn time. So being sure that like you're treating your relationship holistically so that when it does come time where you need to turn to those people who you trust and value most, who know you, you, the conversation is real.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's always going to be skewed a little bit because it's from mm. someone's perspective.
1: A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent.
2: So Alexis and Ted meet for one final romantic dinner at the cafe, the place where they first met. Okay. Well the old dairy menu Alexis has selected because it's full of Ted's cheat day I forgot about that. And And I just watched this
1: two days ago.
2: (laughs) And she forgot about his current milk issues. Sort of kind of kills the mood for a second. But mainly the evening is lovely. It's truly the most amicable breakup in history with Alexis telling Ted that there's no way he can turn down the job of his dreams and Ted telling Alexis that she has to stay because she's building something special there. They're proud of each other and they know the only reason they've achieved so much success is because of one another. It's sweet and mature and sad, but there is no other way. Alexis's journey on this show has never really been about finding a guy. It's always been about her learning to bet on herself. And that's exactly what she's doing here.
1: Listen, she should have bet on herself as soon as a little bit Alexis was released. (laughs) Because she's a Lamborghini and she's a Hollywood star and she's a little bit tipsy when she drives her car. She's a little bit, I'm sorry. That song should have won every Grammy, but it is important to not sacrifice what's important to you on behalf of any relationship, because the things that are important to you, the people that are important to you, the places that are important to you will be there before and after a relationship.
2: And I think we've been talking about them choosing themselves, but I think actually they're kind of choosing each other while Mm -hmm. choosing themselves in this breakup.
1: I would absolutely agree with that statement.
2: Like Ted's like, I wouldn't let you come here. You yeah. know, like he knows it's not what she wants. He's like, your monoblonics would not survive in the Galapagos sand. <laughs> what a fun sentence. Um, <laughs> exactly. Terry like Bradshaw, she, call me. And she doesn't want him to give up on something he's worked his entire career for and will likely never get a chance to do again. And so because they're so mature... They have so much respect for each other. And I think that respect is so essential to ending our relationship in this way.
1: Mm-hmm. I would agree. I would agree. I don't have anything to add to that one. I don't even have <laughs> any like snarky comments. So <laughs> they're Good loving, job.
2: you know, it's that whole they're they're loving someone enough to let them go.
1: Oh, well.
2: This scene, every time I watch it, I tear up. Oh, I was weeping. It is the first time I saw this. I wo- I wept. I was a slobbery mess. And not bubbles. The whole it's not line. bubbles, like all Love of it. it. Yeah. Upon rewatch, I always tear up. Like I can't. It's just such a
1: beautifully set scene. When she do you die up a little bit her. on the inside though? When she goes to the same side of the booth.
2: I know what you're getting at, but I I actually like to to sit on the same side of the booth as someone in practice. I am anti same side of the booth. Matt and I do not sit on the same side of the booth. We are not that couple. Good, I would tell you. But in this moment, it's not about the meal. It's not about the food that he doesn't want anything to do with because it has dairy. It's about her getting close to them and them embracing and him wrapping his arm around her and her snuggling in. It's just beautiful. It's just such a beautifully shot scene. It's such a beautiful moment in this show. And I think that's why I love this series so fucking much. Because season one, Alexis wouldn't have done this.
1: Oh, no, 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 no. But also, very serious question. Would you ever leave hot and fresh mozzarella sticks on the table? <laughs> yes. Untouched.
2: A hot mozzarella sticks? Yeah. Yeah,
1: I would. I, I wouldn't. Pickles, I, w- you know. I would be shoving them on my mouth going. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't stop. And then I would just chase them with shots of marinara. Perfect. This is why you can wear crop tops and I cannot.
2: No, no, no. No, no, no.
1: No, no, no. I know. Every crop every crop top is a body. Every body is a crop top body. <laughs> I just love cheese,
2: man. I would do it with pickles for sure, <gasps>
1: One of the girls I work with made homemade pickles, like pickled her own cucumbers. And oh my Oh, oh, oh,
2: oh. You know what I had when I went back home? Is it pickles? Pickled okra. My dad oh. made some
1: pickled okra. My favorite brunch place here that we go to so often that the bartender is like, we're starting the mimosa or a bloody and are we going burger or Cuban? Like, what are you having? I oh. know you're <laughs> They serve it with pickled okra for like a Bloody Mary. Yes. Mm, 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 mm. We'll do brunch there when you're here for my graduation because I'm super smart because I'm in college. Perfect.
2: How would you rate season six, episode eight, the presidential suite for breakups, revisiting breakups?
1: So- Let me ask some clarifying questions. Do we want to only focus on the Ted and Alexis storyline? or Are we talking episode as a whole? Ted and Alexis. Okay. I'm going to give it. This is stressful. This is way more stressful than I've I've had three days. I knew we were going to record this today. Yeah. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it an eight because it is the ideal breakup. It is Mm -hmm. what we can all strive to reach for. Yeah. It is the best possible outcome, Mm -hmm. but it is not the most common outcome.
2: Mm -hmm. I support it. I think that's fair. I was also going to go eight um, and I'm not changing. I'll still do eight. Um, I agree with what you said. And I think that what I like about it is it elevates, like, they're our age. Mm-hmm. And oh, God, there's a sense We're of old. I know where there's a sense of maturity that I, res- I love seeing displayed here because I hate seeing catty shit all over breakup movies and everything. Cause that is not me at all. And I didn't feel, I don't feel represented when I see Kat. I know that's you. I get it. Um, but I don't see catty like break. I'm just like, that's yeah. so immature. Like, well, how dare, you know? Um, oh, I know it's you.
1: You're very immature and catty <laughs> I'm very mature about many things. This is not one, of them.
2: <laughs> but I, I really enjoy seeing this. Um, yeah. So eight out of 10.
1: Can we just discuss the fact that both of the breakup episodes, we fully agreed on the writing. Oh my gosh. You're right. Hell and- has frozen over y'all. If you haven't watched Shits Creek, the whole series so good. is worth watching. So
2: good.
1: Um, it was such a, it's just so positive about everything. Positive. It's such a realistic view of just the society and there's a lot of do you remember like as this show was airing a lot of parents who had originally been yeah. like Did i'm you gonna watch- disown my child watched the show and then they were like this show helped us understand it helped us see that what we thought was this lgbtq plus society we were wrong it's actually this beautiful and uplifting place And thank you for creating the show and writing it the way you did.
2: Because they also didn't draw like attention. It wasn't like that. It was just
1: like, Um, I like the wine, not the label.
2: Right. Well, also there was just like, no, it wasn't a thing. Like David was, David was pan and everybody knew and everybody, it wasn't like a, and like someone who, like Roland's character here, like, mm, how is this guy going to interact with David knowing that, like, it wasn't a thing. Yeah. he interacted- It was just people
1: living in the same uh, community interacting. God, so guess. anyways, if you haven't anyway. watched Schitt's Creek, there's a reason that it is so beloved. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're like, I'm still not going to watch it, at least go to your favorite streaming service and listen to a little bit of Lexus because like 10 out of 10.
2: Every time it comes on my workout playlist, I'm like, ah, ah.
1: I do the same thing. I go. Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys know where to find us. All the social medias at chick Shit pod. New podcasts every Wednesday. Die. What am I
2: missing? If you have capacity to leave us a review, do so wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Until next time. <laughs> okay. Bye. Okay. You've been listening to Chick Shit. We hope this episode has pushed you just enough to lose a little faith in the media's veneer and gain some useful knowledge to help navigate the day-to-day nonsense that we women contend with. For resources and general mischief, follow on Instagram and Twitter at ChickShitPod or get in touch by email at ChickShitPod at gmail.com. To help others find the show, please like and subscribe. And if you know a woman who might appreciate two new friends and a good dose of laughter, please share this podcast. Until next time, keep it real.